Today I'm going to sit down with Jasmina. You may recognize her as an adjudicator, but she's a dancer herself and has stayed connected with her love of dance throughout her life. I think you'll enjoy her perspective on the evolution of the dance experience. So pour a cup of mint tea and join us for Dancers in Studio Drinking Tea. Well, today I welcome to our podcast uh, Jasmina. Um, she is a longtime dancer and uh, teacher, educator, adjudicator. Uh, she's really active in the dance world and it's been a huge part of her life. So uh, we're having some mint tea this morning and uh, welcome. Thank you for being a member. Uh, here with us this morning. Thank you, Christina. And thank Yay. you for the tea. As I mentioned earlier, it's perfect. One of my faves. Um, why don't you just kind of tell me how old were you? You started dancing. Give me a little little backstory on your, like how you arrived in the dance world. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a good one. I was about seven, I think turning eight. Uh, that, was, that was the year. And uh, <clears throat> I remember being, my parents felt I needed to be enrolled in something. So it started with piano. And that lasted about six months. Although I love the piano, I was just not 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 the best at it. Didn't like to practice. Um, and uh, I just I remember one day when we still had like door to door mail. It was dropped yes. in your you know yeah. your own personal mailbox. Um, there was a brochure from a local dance studio, and I was like, oh my god, this is what I need to do. Um, so I shared that with my parents, and um, they enrolled me in the. Next, uh, the next season when you know registration started, I started off with um, tap. Tap. Tap awesome. was the first thing. Yeah, so I was about eight. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And then after I had that one year of tap, I added on the following season jazz. And then at that point, my teacher said, "You know what? You've got potential. You need to put the ballet into your program." And then that was it. And then, yeah. and then you were off and running. Exactly. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And never stopped. That's <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. and and tap being your first venture mm. into like right. It's uh, I'm always love that because I I really wanted to tap, but mm. I didn't. That was one of the l- things I added later in life was right. tap, and it was mostly because my my mom was worried about her kitchen floors. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I don't even remember where I practiced. Uh, Probably in the garage, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was um, and actually that that love of tap came from what we you know we were talking about earlier is uh, the Tiny Talent Time Show that you yes. know I know that we all watched um, and I was so enthralled when I got to see dancers performing in tap. I just I loved the music they made with their feet. It's always amazing because tap is so intricate. Like I always mm-hmm. say, tap is like math because it's precision. For sure. But then it's this beautiful musical rhythmic in in between there, right? Yep. And, uh, you know, get things like time steps and that's where they originate yeah. is in music, right? That's right. So that's it's right. so awesome. Yeah. I remember being excited. My mom was a huge, or is a huge Kenny Rogers fan. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so growing up, that was one of the first bits of music mm-hmm. I knew and we would watch the Muppet show and one day Kenny Rogers was on the Muppet show oh, nice and combo. <laughs> he sang the gambler and they tap danced oh. and I was just like mesmerized yeah. it was awesome it and is it's it so my first exposure to tap <laughs> it's it's like the combination of like you said it's like the movement the dance like there's so much like so much feeling and performance that goes into it but it's the complementing the, the the beats and the rhythms of the music that just I don't know, enhance the whole whole It really does. And the fact that you can kind of interchange um, the beat to go faster or slower and make those rhythms with your feet. uh, Did you watch um, Lawrence Welk? 
No, I didn't. Uh, Lawrence Welk shows too. Like it, it was all during that period. They had amazing toppers. You can still see it. Like, oh, that's still awesome. Videos. Awesome. Yeah. Look at that. Um, yeah, that was uh, another another one of my favorite pastimes that and, really got me. And so, would you say like even to this day now, do you still feel like you have a little soft spot for tap? Or hundred <laughs> percent. You don't want to think about never, that. No, okay. never ends. Never ends. Sitting, uh, you know, you could be sitting quietly, whatever, making your grocery list, and my feet will be going. That's with awesome. the music or just whatever's going on in my head. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So starting tap and starting dancing around eight years old, how would you say, like, just kind of as you evolved into, like, a young adult, how did, you know, just a little bit of, like, how did dance impact your life, like, mm. um, and your, kind of your choices of who, you know, who you are or what you wanted oh. to do with your life, right? <laughs> um, so I knew, I mean, dance was, once I got started, I, I, that was, that's all I wanted to do. Um, I, I, you know, went from two days a week to three days a week, and the more you can get me in there, the better. Um, I think it was a good, a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I still had, you know, time with friends and things like that. Um, but because I, I chose to be that much more involved in dance and um, uh, a part of that community, um, I was okay not, you know, missing out on, you know, other things or, you know, a camping trip here or um, whatever movie night with with friends and stuff. I was okay with that. Um, because, because you loved it so much. Because I loved it so much. And and I knew it was going to be a huge part of my life. That's um, awesome. And that's what kept me going. No, that's you know? great. And you and you end up with dance friends, right? So yeah. you have your friends from school, but For then sure. you have your friends from dance. So that balances sure. where you don't necessarily feel like maybe you're missing out over here because you're doing something with your dance friends. Yeah. That's also um, I mean, I still common made time. interest. Yeah. yeah. I still made time for things like that, but it wasn't like it was important. And, and I remember like even through high school, for example, um, you know, everybody would be taken off, um, you know, there was a sports games or they, they, they participated in, in like um, sports themselves or there were parties and things. School was done, that bell went and I had my bag and I was off to the studio. Off to the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. That, that was that was the, the life I chose, but it was it was it was good. It, it was, was good. good. For, it was good for me. That's awesome. It was good for me. And it's lovely when you can kind of go into that into that world, right? And mm-hmm. and immerse yourself in something that you're so passionate about and you can feel good about doing, right? Mm-hmm. And I know we were talking earlier about how when, when you're younger, mm-hmm. and I think the dance world has grown and evolved mm-hmm. in so many ways, and there's so sure. many different opportunities and jobs, and we'll get into a little bit of how your world has uh, oh. altered and, and <laughs> as you've done different things. But um, when we were kids, it was kind of like, yeah, you were a professional dancer, or uh, and that was kind of all we knew, right? right. Um, and there's right. so many more opportunities. So um Kind of tell us how you got into teaching there, and and uh, yeah, and like what that meant maybe for your life. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I uh, I think I started assist like assist teaching, um, or was asked to be an assistant first. I think like a demonstrator. I think it was in the eighth grade. That was kind of the intro intro into it to um, to see if I like it, to see how I you know fit in and uh, how I work with the kids. And um, I loved it. I loved being there. I mean, it was Saturday, Saturday morning early. We were there all <laughs> yes. day. It was long hours. Um, but it was so much fun. And it was it was an honor, too. I was like, I felt honored to have been asked. Yes, um, for you sure. Know. And uh, anyway, grade nine, um, they asked me to be an actual assistant teacher, uh, which for us, it meant it was a paid position, you know, like we were, we had responsibilities, we were expected to dress a certain way and, um, you know, 
I had to learn the lesson plans. I had to help create some lesson plans just in case the teacher was away. Um, so it, uh, it was a, a paid position, and I took it very seriously. Oh, that's and, awesome. Um, anyway, that's that's kind of where you know things started uh, started for me. I remember that era growing up in dance. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, uh, becoming a your aim was to become a professional dancer if you could, and I think people's thoughts around that. You had to look a certain way. You had to be a certain shape or a certain fit. Um, so you knew, you were told early on, you don't fit in that mold. So that is not going to be the uh, place that you're going to go because you don't fit in that physical mold, um, which I'm so happy today that that's not the case anymore. It um, is. It's a so huge happy. thing. And, and it was. It was. I remember being a kid and being told, oh, you're short. Mm-hmm. You'll never dance in the National Ballet or <laughs> right? professionally because you need yeah. to be at least five foot seven. Yeah. And, and you know, in those times, I devastating. remember being devastated. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, well, yeah. what, what am I supposed to do? Exactly. And so, yeah, it is such a beautiful thing now yeah. that that is, you never really hear that discussed anymore. No, it's no. not this, there is not the same stigma around it. There's no. not, um, you can be any shape, any size and, and be a dancer and be a performer. Absolutely. And it's, it's wonderful when you see that, like, um, displayed everywhere. Like we, you know, we were at a show in Broadway on, that was on Broadway and all kinds of dancers, different shapes, sizes, um, you know, everything. (laughs) And it's just wonderful to see so much, um, authenticity Mm -hmm. and, and it did be really about the performer and their skill set. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that is what's more, and that being the important piece of it, right? Yeah, a hundred percent. I totally agree. And 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 I think, you know, seeing that slowly um, later c- come about and become a reality, I mean, uh, that just that just kept me kept me motivated, you know. Um, and uh, and that's okay. I had made that choice at, at that point, you know professional dance wasn't what I was going to do. I, I somehow ended up in 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 that teaching field. Um, and even though during my you know um, career as as a dance teacher educator I did other things you know sometimes I would step back from the dancer you know like bring it down to maybe part-time because I felt the urge that I needed to try something else and I did and 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 I, I was successful at it but I was always drawn back to the dance. That's always drawn back I, to the dance. Yeah. Always. That was home base. You know, I always come back to that. It's it's kind of yeah. like coming home, right? You come yeah. back to, I remember I had a teacher that said, you always come back to the bar. You come yeah. back to the center floor yeah. and it's, you find yourself again. Yes. Right? And, yeah. uh, I and think refreshed. That's, and you're refreshed, yeah. right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you, and I think it's important to remember that, that to do it for yourself as well, especially yeah. as we become educators and teachers, that sometimes you need to dance just for you, yep. whether that's in front of people or not, or just with the studio door closed on yeah, your own. Exactly. Um, but that those creative juices have to be um, re- replenished, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The teaching came on, uh, you know, early, earlier. But I was um, I was very fortunate that I did a lot through dance. It wasn't just the teaching, um, you know, uh, it was a, a huge part of it. But um, once I started to grow and develop my own creative style, um, I started to do more, and the choreography just started to become another part of my life. Um, and uh, I got to explore that a lot more and then was given, you know, definitely more opportunities. And uh, and then, you know, the list goes on. Yeah. And the list goes on. Yeah. And, and did you find as a choreographer, mm-hmm. like once you actually get into maybe doing, um, you know, some intricate choreography mm-hmm. and, and that storytelling piece, did that 
Um, did you feel like that was an outlet for you, like uh, as as a person, right, as as an individual? Yeah, a hundred percent for sure. Um, I I you know choreography isn't. Um, people approach it different ways, and I thought I had to do it the way that my mentors or my my, my teachers uh, did it. Um, choreography happens, uh, you know, differently for different. People. So, for example, you have people that pre-plan everything, they pre-choreograph, they listen to their music, they map everything out. Um, you know, if it's a group, they've already got everybody assigned a spot and um, steps are pre-planned and then they can add on or take away as, as they go along. I tried that. That's how, that's how I'd started because I thought that's how it had to be. Right. Um, and I got stuck. And I, I would literally have arguments with myself, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I had a hard time with that. And I thought there's something really wrong with this. And I, and I, I for me, um, there has to be another way. And it wasn't until I discovered that I'm a very on the spot, in the mood kind of person. Mm-hmm. That's when my creative juices happen. And they happen when that student or students are in the room. Uh, it's not always an alone thing. Sometimes it happens alone. And yeah. I'll make a note of, oh, I'd love to you know, incorporate that somewhere. But most of the time, um, it happened on the spot and in the classroom because I fed off of... Off of their energy. Their energy. I fed off of their, you know, how much they were able to handle. Um, I fed off of... Um, I had the physical bodies that I could actually move and create pictures with. Um, I couldn't do it, you know, with little notation on paper. It ju- I just, I couldn't see it. Yeah. Um, and that's how it, it, it happened for me. And, 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 and it's such and a I beautiful thing that each person can do it differently, mm-hmm. right? Like even I know sometimes when I'm making choreography, yeah, sometimes it comes to you in the weirdest times. You're yeah. like in the shower, all of a sudden it's right? like, wait a second, this would work. And I love that. Yep. And sometimes you'll have these moments where you feel like, okay, this is exactly how I see it. And you teach it to them, yep. and then they do it, and you go, oh, that looks weird. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or sometimes you have just a small idea, and then you work with your students, yeah. and they you kind of collaborate with them, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's what it was supposed to look like. Exactly. And it's exactly. like this beautiful moment, and um, and it's, it's kind of so interesting creatively, where yeah. sometimes you'll start here and end up somewhere else. Yes. Right? Yes. I yes. loved having that freedom. Yeah. You know, because... At the end of the day, choreography is supposed to be your vision, your art, your feeling, your your expression, mm-hmm. and you are, you know, instead of it being like, um, you know, a, a print on the wall or, or you know, like paint on on canvas, it's that physical movement, and and I think we we have to not forget that, yes. right? It, it it it's a part of you or whatever. You have to, you, you have to feel the dancing is so important, yeah. right? Um, I always say to the kids, it's live art, Yes, right? It's never going to be yes. exactly the same every time. And it might look the same to someone watching mm-hmm. it, but it's how you feel. Yeah. You might feel super great one yeah. day when you're performing it, or another day you might feel really emotional while you're performing it. Um, sometimes it's just life. You might be really tired, and you're just yeah. like really pushing through to find the energy to do it. And I think we have to normalize that, mm-hmm. where it's okay mm-hmm. to feel that emotion and put that into your art, right? Yep. And even for kids being like collaborative with them, right? Where yes. they can understand that like uh, it's okay um, for you to, as a choreographer and a dancer, to talk to each other. And because yeah. sometimes I feel like if they're attached to the piece that you're choreographing, mm-hmm. 
um, you get a different performance out of it. True. Right? And yeah. they're not going to always feel what you're feeling. But if they no. get the idea of, you know, what your concept is or what you're, what you're thinking about and, and having that discussion with them, um, it's like, you know, oh, I, I just, I saw, I saw something there that you just did. What was that? Do that again. Because it, that was obviously a very natural moment for them. And yeah. then you can play up on that. You can play up um, on it, right? Yeah. And, and they can relate and, to it and then. And you know, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 I always think it's cute. We uh, Like when you, you know, kind of do a, a collaboration or you, you talk to your dancers and I think sometimes people forget that they they do have so much inside of them that they mm-hmm. want to express. Like we have this beautiful choreography we want to express, but sometimes they mm-hmm. have it as well, right? And, and when you can kind of marry those things together where you take this beautiful concept mm-hmm. that you have and then you give it to to them and it's interesting to watch their interpretations of yes. it um, come to life and sometimes they really perform it for you because they understand your story yep. and sometimes they'll be like I made a dance a few years ago and you know everybody felt like it was something they felt that they could resonate with but then it was something that I felt really strongly about mm-hmm. but when we got to a certain point um, one of the girls said to me miss I feel like this dance is about me and my brother oh. and I feel like you made it for us and I didn't know any of that story but in her mind, that was how her connection, she, her connection, and I loved love that, that, right? Yeah. And uh, it's such a great moment to show how dance can, as choreographers and educators, bring, and bring out those things, bring those things yeah. out, right? Yeah, hundred um, percent. And yeah. and I think there's as artists, they're little artists, and they have yes. so much to give, right? Yeah, and and I think too, you know, when you take that that. Um, uh, moment, you know, when, when you're in the middle of your choreography, um, how you approach it and, and how you allow yourself to be sort of vulnerable and, and let those things come out, I think is great because you're helping them as well, not not just about learning dance and taking instruction, but but also to, um, hey, it, it's, you know, I, I feel these things and it's okay for them to come out. Yes. You know, if, if I can't get it out in words, I can get it out here. Get it out um, in dancing, right? And and you give them that comfort zone to be able to do that. So it's, And it, it is. that, that feel, It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, <laughs> yeah. right? And I think that's something growing up maybe wasn't expressed yes. to us enough, right? Yeah. So we learn that as adults. And so now I feel like I want kids to know, like, these are opportunities that you mm-hmm. have. There's so many things that you can do within the dance world, right, yeah. that are um, really really amazing. Uh, absolutely. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you ended up in the world of adjudicating uh-huh. uh, <laughs> dance competitions and um, and your yeah, journey yeah. there. Yeah, uh, that was, um, so the studio that I grew up with and taught with, um, you know, Miss Laxton, yeah. um, you know, she, she holds a, a huge place in history and in, in dance in this community in the Hamilton area. Um, she was asked to adjudicate um, at the Brantford Dance Festival. Okay. And that was a festival uh, that was held uh, every year, and it was about seven days long. And uh, I think I think they reached to a point where they were like ten days long. Oh wow! Uh, it was it was it was in, in it was an incredible competition, uh, very classy event. And uh, anyway, she was she was she was asked to be part of the panel, and I think they had five judges uh, on the panel. At that time, there were no recording devices. Um, the judge had to have a writer, so they provided writers. Or if the judge felt more comfortable, um, you know, having their own writer, they can invite that person. Again, it was. Awesome paid paid position. Paid position. Um, and an opportunity to really learn. Yes. So it was, you know, um, you, you had your 
adjudicator, their writer, adjudicator, writer. And basically, <clears throat> at that time, the adjudicator would speak into the writer's ear and you are transcribing what they're saying. Oh, uh, that's awesome. And, and, and that's basically how it is. And the mark that you're given, you put the mark on the paper and then that's passed down the line and gone off to tabulating. Um, but it was in that process that you get to hear what they're thinking, uh, what they're looking for. Um, so that's how I was brought into the whole, you know, adjudicating scene uh, as a writer. Uh, learned a lot. I did that for several for several events with her. Um, and then i not really sure what happened, but I was invited to um, adjudicate. Uh, I honestly couldn't tell you where that where that was. <laughs> the first it, was, one was. <laughs> it was quite some time ago. Um, but uh, having that initial that foundation being brought into it that way gave me definitely the confidence that I needed to, um, you know, to sit there and give my my own comments. Um, and then from there, it was just it, that's basically how it started. And I just kind of kept getting invited to places and. Here you go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's uh, it's a it's a it's a big part of my life now. Um, and uh, I like that I still have that connection um, to dance from that that you know that side of the world. And I look forward to competition season every year for that reason. Probably more now than I did when I was out at competitions with my own students. It's totally different. Clearly, totally different feeling, right? You're yeah. you're on edge for different reasons. But now it's nice. I can sit back and. Um, really appreciate, uh, you know, the work that goes into it by, you know, the teachers and the directors and and uh, the performers themselves. So that's yeah, wonderful. Love doing it. And you were saying you're doing about ten competitions mm -hmm. this year. So <laughs> that's, that's the most I've ever done. Yeah. But I I wanted to save the space for it because um, it's it's a hard season. It's hard on the body. It's hard <laughs> on the mind. But um, I feel like I grow. You know, by by the end of it, yeah, it's I'm tired, and you know, you're you're sort of you know three four days at home, and then you're you know you're gone to an event. <clears throat> Sometimes you know I don't have to stay you know stay at a hotel. It's nice if it's local. Um, I can go back and forth um, from home. Um, that helps sometimes. But I think anyway, by by the end of it, I feel like I've you know um, gotten that juice again, and and. Uh, um, just grown um, in, in a sense of, uh, it just gives me fulfillment, right? It just fulfills the heart and the soul, and uh, and it's nice to see, you know, what, what it, the changes are, what the changes are every year. As, as dance grows mm -hmm. and evolves, mm -hmm. right? And I feel like it's always evolving, oh. right? It's There's this this constant evolution of dance, and... Um, it's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing, mind right? Blowing because like, when you and I danced... You know, our big thing was like a jeté or a you know a chené into a jeté turn or um, yeah yeah like, and and today it is it is incredible what these dancers do. It is like, they're they're it's far. Um, I'm always trying to balance the athleticism and the yeah. sport of it with the exactly. artistry, right? Exactly. Um, and I think when we were younger, it there was a little bit of the athleticism was obviously important. Mm -hmm. But the art was really the the focus, mm. um, and I feel now we, we're really mm. these a lot of these dancers are really um, athletes um, and extremely strong. Not that we weren't as well, but there is I feel like there is definitely almost like an equal contribution to being the athleticism and and the artistry together, right? Yeah, mm. um, you know the dancer the dancer's body. Um, and their abilities have, as you said, evolved, changed over year over the years, and and also I think the training has had to change with it too. Hmm. Um, um, 
as, as teachers, there was a moment in time where I think that change started to happen, but there wasn't, I, I, I felt from what I could see, there wasn't enough um, knowledge mm-hmm. in the instructional part of it, like how to incorporate specific strength building and conditioning exercises to support some of this work that was being done, that was being derived from, you know, gymnastics um, or, or the tumbling. Yes. Um, th- there has to be, um, you know, foundational um, exercises and classes held to to develop the strength that's needed and to develop to the execute those skills. and the safety yeah. the safety of it too. Yeah. Um, so you can see that that's happening and at a much younger age too. It, the, well, and they're starting at a much younger age, right? There was. Yeah. Um, just even our, ourselves as dancers, there was only so many styles of dance you could study, and that's now right. there's so many more, so right? Many, and yeah. and you're con- I, I feel like even myself as a choreographer, it's like you're still constantly evolving, and you want this, you want the knowledge, you want to learn more, yeah. and and science is now part of that, right? Yeah. There's there's a lot of great doctors in science that mm. kind of come together to oh, go, okay, how can we prevent injury, and how can yes. we do these harder things, but um, you know, make our dancers strong enough yeah. to be able to, to be able execute to sustain them it yeah. safely, and, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And 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 get through their dancing years because let's face it, most of these kids that are doing this, they're they're they're, they're doing it out of um, it is an extracurricular. Um, they enjoy it. It's uh, you know, it's it's their chosen thing. If it's not a sport, then it's it's dance, or or maybe they do both. But it's the thing that they're going to that that's going to take them through to hopefully grade twelve. Till they graduate, and sometimes even a little bit after that. I know so many of my students are, at, you know, went to university and were part of a, a competitive team at university. A dance team at university. Yeah. yeah. So if you've done that, if you've managed to, um, you know, to give them that that physical training that they've been able to sustain, um, that that physical performance all that way, amazing, awesome. And then to be able to take those skills, like I always feel like that's such an important thing to be able to take the skills you've learned at dancing, as mm. far as like passion and perseverance and dedication yes. to something, right? And learning those skills yeah. and taking them on to whatever you do yeah. in life, whether it's with dance or or it's not, and those friendships, right? Like, it's, yes. there's not a lot of jobs that you get to do where you get to watch someone grow up from like two or three years old into a grown adult yes. and really get to see them mm-hmm. thrive and watch their friendships grow. I know yeah. we were talking earlier about yeah. watching people get married and have babies. <laughs> know, and, kids, yeah. Um, and, and it's such a great gift, I think, right? There's a lot of jobs where you don't get to see that level of growth in a person and watch them like evolve from this little guy. It's it's a bond. It's It's, a bond you've created, right? And, and, and I, I still, I'm, I'm amazed. Like, you know, I go to the grocery store and I still see people to this day (laughs) and I still remember people. I mean, I was always good with, with names and faces and, and, and I know people are always surprised when I remember their last name or whatever, but you know, how could you not? (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's true. yeah. It's, it's it's just amazing to see, you know, time goes on and when you run into people and you hear about, you know, what their, you know, kid is doing now or child's doing now or their adult is doing now, yes. it's, uh, you create bonds with the kids that stay with you all the way through. But I think it's also so nice that people remember you, even if they've been a part of your life for, you know, one, two, three years and they remember Absolutely. that you, you, you know, you brought something out in their kid or, or that child remembers, oh, you were my favorite teacher and you, you, you gave me such whatever, you know, you, you, you helped me to, to really, you know, 
gain um, confidence. Confidence, And yeah. I think sometimes you don't know the impact you're having on somebody, Exactly, right? exactly. And you want to be able to really give them the best of yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. So that that's that's um, a huge, uh, huge part of why I probably, I don't know, lasted in this industry um, as as long as I did. And, it, and it's because of those connections and those bonds and it keeps you yeah. going because you, you feel, you know, you feel appreciated. Yeah. Right? And, and when it's authentic and, um, and you love it, yes. right, then it comes out, right? Yeah. It's organic and it's true. Yeah. Natural. I think those things resonate and, mm. and definitely you are, mm. uh, your love of dance and your passion <laughs> for it are very um, honest and pure. And I feel like anybody who's in your presence uh, oh. knows that it's, it's such a joy to to listen to you talk about dancing and um, before we wrap up if yeah. you were to give advice to mm. a young dancer like you're gonna you know adjudicate 10 competitions this yes. year what would be one piece of advice you would give to uh, a dancers coming into a competition season oh. and maybe what one piece of advice you would give to like a you know a dance parent like um someone whose child is in in, in this industry and and uh, where they're going oh that's a that's a good one um i think from the dancer perspective, um, I think one thing that I would say is be true to yourself, be true to your art, um, and it's not always about, um, you know, those um, jumps and turns and flips and, and things, you know, um, what really stands out in your performance for me, and I'm sure other like other adjudicators as well but especially for me because it's something that I really look for is that your love your passion um your commitment to the art form is there and present and the that, joy is there the joy right yeah. that's what's going to I love when a performer can come out and bring me into and make me a part of their performance um and instead of it being a mechanical movement that's repeated you know over and over again um it's it's the 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 enjoyment of the movement and that moment that those two minutes that you have on the stage. Yeah, no, right? absolutely. That, that love <clears throat> is there. That yeah, exactly, that exactly, and that that's key for me. And that would be the advice that I give. It's not you know, don't be asking your teacher to put you know this move in it or that move in it just because everybody else is doing it. No, it's it's not about that. It's about it's about you um, and your connection to your music and and what you're going to bring to that performance or bring out of that performance. I love that, that. and being like authentically mm. yourself. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah, bringing the what you what you yeah. only you can bring those things to the table. Absolutely. Right? No one can teach you that. No, no one can teach you passion. No one can teach you to no. to love to love what you're doing. That has to come from you. It has to come. And everybody yeah. has something to bring. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And That's the other awesome. things, you know, it's nice. It's 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 a nice added bonus. But again, I mean, I I have so many times I have um, you know called out dancers who have literally done entire routines. Entire routines without a turn, a kick, or a jump. Believe it or not, it can be done. It can be done. <laughs> it and can it can be, be yes. beautiful. And beautiful. And stunning and, and very different. It stands out because it's very different. It's not a repetition of things that right. we're seeing. It's authentic. So that's, original. that's key. Exa original. Original. That's key. I love it. Yes, yes. And uh, from the parent perspective, um, if you know your child... Um, you know, has a passion for it, and if you can be there to support them through it, um, 
you know, that's that's the only thing you could do. I mean, I was fortunate because I had, you know, my girls danced as well. And that was tough, tough being a dance, you know, being the teacher and the mom is very, very different. But if you can purely be there as that parent, that's the best thing that you can do. You're, you're, you're giving them the opportunity to be extremely well-rounded and accomplished people. Um, and, and even if it means just one class a week, it doesn't have to be a full-on competitive yes. program, one class a week. Just an opportunity to express yourself, op- right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I love that because I think when you do have that support from your parents, yes. whatever that is, and that love, it it, it resonates. It gives you that uh, yeah. that confidence, right? And it doesn't, you're right, it doesn't have to be, you know, it can be, you know, one, yeah. one class a week that you just feel really great about yep. that they get to go and, and find that artistry in themselves. And it doesn't have to be about the win. It's no. just the being there. It's being part of something that's, uh, you know, that's going to help you grow. Yeah. You know, I remember, um, just very quickly, I remember, you know, the frustrations uh, as a dancer. I had so many expectations of myself. And, you know, when I wasn't successful at something, you know, I'd, I'd go home crying. And, and, and I remember, <laughs> you know, I, I, I would never say I'm going to quit, but the frustration was there. And it was, I was going through a hard time. And of course, when your parents see you crying because, you know, you want something so bad, but it, you, whatever, you fluffed it or whatever happened, I remember my dad saying, so quit. No, I'm not going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> because the love is just there. It was, it was, it taught me how to get over challenges and how to refocus and how to, you know, go about it a different way. And uh, that led me to, you know, my, my lifelong career. Your lifelong dance. career. Your passion. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Well, thank you, Jasmina, for joining us today. Thank you, Christina, so Dancers much. in studio drinking tea. And <laughs> yeah, um, thank you. it's been a joy to have you. Oh, thank, thank you so much for, for sharing. Me. Thank you so much to Jasmina for reminding us to embrace our uniqueness and let it shine on stage. 